you are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Our session for today is headlined by Paolo Righetti, Global Head of Analytics at Teleperformance, and Jeff Galino, Chief Technology Officer of Coalminer. Let's join them in exploring the power of analytics, a real must-listen. Hi, everyone. I see we have quite an audience yet. We're ready to start. My name is Paolo Righetti. I'm the Global Head of Analytics in Teleperformance. I've been spending nearly the last 23 years of my professional career. I have the pleasure to talk about interaction analytics today uh, together with Jeff. Jeff, over to you. <laughs> hi, Paolo. Uh, hi, everyone. Um, my name is uh, Jeff Galino. I am the uh, founder and chief technology officer of Callminer. Uh, we specialize in AI-fueled, large-scale interaction analytics across all channels, speech, chat, email. You know, Paolo, I know you have very specific thoughts about interaction analytics. I'd like to hear those. Well, um, I'm passionate about analytics. I think we, we, we can talk for this uh, forever. But uh, I would say that to summarize what we're doing today is we have three pillars. And interaction analytics is really the central pillar of our analytics uh, transformation. The first one being predictive analytics, which is going to help us understand what has to happen within an interaction. Interaction analytics finally allows us to see what happens during an interaction way beyond traditional QA. And then what we use as third and last is feedback management to collect customer experience score to understand if the perception has been good and what we have designed and delivered has impacted positively on the customer future behavior. So this is the entire set of analytics we are using today. And interaction analytics is what really allows us to, would say, uncover the blind spots, understand what happened in these billions of interactions we are managing that are a well-kept secret between customer and agents, where we only have a glance of what happens with QA. And I think you, you, you're better than me at talking why we go beyond QA with your solutions. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting to me when I talk to people about quality assurance QA in a contact center, inevitably uh, they ask, well, how many agents do you listen to? What's your percentage? And the answer I hear most often is, well, we listen to, and they make it sound like it's a big number. We listen to one call per agent per week. You're like, wow, you know, I appreciate that you have a thousand agents. That's a thousand calls a week. But when you automate QA, when you bring interaction analytics to bear in an, in an automated QA environment, you move from 1% to every single interaction. And this does so much <laughs> for uh, not only the agents, but the supervisors because they can spend their their time now coaching as opposed to listening. The agents get immediate feedback. The organization can understand direction, directionality and, and how people are doing that day. They don't have to wait till the end of the week, month, quarter to roll all of this information up. And fundamentally, you can take QA and make it a secondary, I hate to say it this way, make it a secondary task. So now you know your agents are performing well. Now you can help them improve. You can help them drive more sales. You can help them drive more just interactions in, in a positive way and accomplish a lot of goals. Um, you know, that that <clears throat> when you think about kind of moving beyond QA, you have to also think about, well, 
okay, it, I, I don't, I do want to improve my contact center, but you know, people talk to me and reach out to me in a lot of different ways. They, they'll email, they'll chat, they'll call, but you know, it's, it's the customer's choice now. You, you have to be able to respond on any channel. And the really interesting thing is when you use interaction analytics correctly, you can measure all of those interactions, including those non-traditional voice, digital, that sort of thing. And you can start to understand the journey. You can start to understand what that customer has done to arrive at this moment. And you know, you talked about prediction as one of the three pillars. You can predict that moment and use analytics in, in the moment to give them better feedback. And you couple that with experience measurements like surveys, and you can get these amazing broad journey measurements like loyalty. I just think that's interesting. Yeah, and I agree with you. What, the, the, what passionates me really is that we go way beyond just traditional QA. We're not automating QA. It's not just a matter of doing the same with less. It's doing with less, just so much more. So we we are analyzing interaction, and we inter interaction is not just focusing on the agent. It's focusing on the customer. It's focusing on processes, products, competitors, whatever is happening in that moment between uh, the brand and customers. We we have embarked with you on this journey several years ago. We are now at a mature stage where we have cases where, yes, we focus on the agents. We've been able to double sales in a cross-sale campaign for a large uh, US uh, airline uh, quite easily in just a matter of few months by having individual performance and coaching. But we do much more than that. We have decreased uh, HT by 15% again in a matter of three months for a large US telco operator and not focusing on the agent this time, but focusing on the process and finding, let's say, some flaws in the process, making the process leaner and just taking out the fat, making it more efficient with a better customer experience for the end consumer. Uh, there's more than this. We can become even more granular. We have um, a US bank where we found 25% of issues on what we call contextual understanding. So the easiness of dialogue between customer and agents, and that's way beyond our norms. So it's almost double of what we find usually. And the reason is of uh, linked to the language, the technicalities of the banking language. So what we're doing is we're changing the word in the language that agents are using with customers. And this is actually shortening HT, which is bringing efficiency, bringing down cost, but also, and mostly, uh, bringing down customer effort, so giving a better customer experience with less waste of resources. And this will ultimately result in a better customer lifetime value. So there are dozens of those cases. And we, when you sum them up, I think you reach the stage where we are today, which is a deeply transformational stage where we embark on a enterprise-wide engagement with client like the, the most recent one, a large European telco, where we're tackling from repeated calls to silence up to churn, as you mentioned, and there are 17 thread of actions that are generated from the insights that we're able to produce thanks to Paul Miner. So yes, it's a, it's a deep transformational uh, approach that goes way beyond QA, and this is really thrilling and generates an incredible amount of value. That's great. You know, when you talk about that value that we're bringing, we can't forget that for a lot of these organizations, there is a question of scale. There is, can you 
deal with this information and not just what they think the information is, which is some results. Hey, we saw an insight from this call. We, we have an action from this, but all of that underlying data, when you talk about how big that footprint is, I mean, a major telco uh, you mentioned or a different one, I'll, I'll, another one that we work together on, they have tens of thousands of agents. They're generating 12 to 15 million calls a day <laughs> that we jointly have to deal with. So you have to think about not just managing that as a bunch of audio files, which is how people have thought about it traditionally, but manage all of the structured data that is generated from that unstructured data. All of those words, billions of them, right? All of that metadata, who did what, when, what does that previous customer look like? And you have to keep it, and this may sound contradictory, but you have to keep it both open so that you can use it and secure so that others can't use it against you. And so that openness security is allows us to help these organizations scale because now they're able to manage that as data. But you know what? I, you know, I'm a chief technology officer. Of course, I'm going to think about data size and things like that. But the real win is when we can help scale their organization. You made a statement a few minutes ago. They have to do more with less now. It's not just use what you have and do more. It's do more than what you have really the capability of doing. To do that, they have to transform. They have to accept changes in their organization. I mean, you think about the last year, digital transformation happened awfully quickly <laughs> because it had to. And now we have to help the organization transform so that they can take these insights. They can take these lessons and how to improve and push it out through their business and together, especially with um, you know the services overlays and different things that teleperformance can bring to the table. We offer, a, I think, a pretty amazing scalable product. I agree, and you make me think of uh, one more case I didn't mention, but the airline is uh, a client that we, we really help together almost in real time when COVID the pandemic started because we fed constantly on a daily basis uh, their self-help on the website thanks to the insights and to the questions and requests that were scaling up very quickly and unexpectedly from the organization. So it's a deep transformational journey we embarked on. I think it generates an amazing amount of value and I would like to classify all these possibilities in three. What we do is we deliver better in a more efficient way and this is focused on the operation, but we at the same time deliver a better customer experience and this allows us to generate more value. So we both bring down costs, increase customer experience and increase customer lifetime value. This is what interaction analytics is able to do, what we call value chain, that's how we work on it. So I think this uh, was to me a short conversation because we know we are both passionate and we go on forever but I would really like to thank the audience very much for listening to us today um, and you're all invited to come and embark with us on this journey because it's just fun and it generates a lot of value. Thank you all. Thank you Paolo. Thank you everyone. Thank you. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.